welcome to the Move, Eat and Re-Energize podcast show, where we sit down and have conversations with interesting and inspiring legends about mindset, movement, nutrition, and bringing more energy into your day. Today, Doggy, Cheryl, and I talk about running. In fact, it's an episode that was hugely popular when it first came out. So if you love running, want to love running, or thinking of dabbling in a bit of pounding the pavement, I highly recommend listening to this show. Sit back and enjoy. All right, how are you going to start this? Well, from what I can gather is you want to discuss running today. What element of running do you want to discuss today? I want to discuss the fact that because we are coming into uh, running season, we tend to find a lot of people coming in with the almost like cramming sessions of, I want to do this event now because it's close and I feel that I should be able to do it. So it's out of the woodwork stuff, you know, Collingwood have won a few games in a row, suddenly yeah. there's more bumper stickers and flags getting around <laughs> and teethless children. So runners coming out of the woodwork that now want to do running that aren't prepared. Yeah. So what... Well, and, and here's the thing. It's, it, people think that they are prepared, but in reality they haven't really had a look at what they've been doing. Um, I've seen where people have said to me, yeah, I've been running really regularly for like the last two or three months, and then you go in and you have a look at their data. And while they have been running regularly, once a week, it's not regularly, regularly enough in terms of being able to go from 5Ks up to a half marathon or a marathon in 16 weeks you want to be while it's possible to do it it's not ideal to do it because you're at more risk of injury for your body okay so what should people be doing <laughs> stumped up well it's, it's that's, hard. that's a diff- difficult yeah. question to answer what should people be doing well people shouldn't really be doing specific stuff all the time because it's different per person per case as to what their goals are and what they want to do oh, very good so I, I don't want to be typecasted as saying everybody needs to do x y and z when it's not the case to be able to do that but in terms of the ability to be able to run long distances, you need to have a solid base so that your tissue is ready to be able to build up to it and be conditioned to it so that you're not prone to injury. Is it this understanding then that messes up people's expectation versus reality? So what people think they can do and what in fact they actually are prepared to do are just too varied? Yeah, um, the mind versus what the body is willing to do can be very different. And the other thing is, too, I think people think that running is something that they have the right to do, but they need the humility to be able to sit back a bit and and take the slower approach from time to time. I think they understand the load it can have on the body, especially if your mechanics are crash hot when you're running. You want to talk about that? If, if, you, if your mechanics aren't right, if you're someone that's prone to injury, if you're someone that has um, pro- like different problems with your health system, like it's all going to take a toll in terms of how it's going to affect your body. When you think about load versus stress even, yeah. that's going to affect the way that your conditioning gets managed. I think because... It's the easiest thing for people to pick up and do. When they want to start, they go, I need to get fit, I need to lean down, I'll run. 
just the easiest one any, everyone can take a step and start running ever since Ron Burgundy discovered yogging yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, people have decided that running is a good form of exercise it is a good form of exercise mm. don't get us wrong but uh, what people fail to um, take into account is that whether you're running a marathon or sprinting there is there's a, there's a technique involved yeah you look at you know, look at world-class marathon or ultra-marathon runners. They're not doing the cliffy shuffle. You know, they're not just sort of shuffling through the trails and over the hills. There is there is a right way or, or a better way to do things. And a lot of people just think that providing they start the race and they cross the finish line, that's success. Like, that's what they think success is. And... Uh, and they don't look at the big picture. So you see people who are running, whether they're running like a 5K run, fun run for the first time or they're running their first whatever, but people find themselves, you know, doing 30, 45, 60, four hours of just mm. max effort. And that on your system is just huge. Like a 30-minute run, you know, at 95% max heart rate, that's not going to be something that you just pull up well from the next day. Yeah, and, and even even in terms of people that are going from not regularly running to trying to train to go up to these half marathons, you want it to be an enjoyable experience throughout. You know, a lot of people focused on the end point, which is actually doing the event versus getting the right training under your belt. Because once the event's over, that usually is the, the point where people start thinking, oh crap, I feel like I've just been hit by a bus. I'm never going to do that again versus, oh my God, that went really well. I can't wait to do that again. So as you can talk about the strength, the training stress versus the recovery in between. So the right training program to get you to a marathon. Do you want to talk about that? We could talk about that. So I reckon the big thing I notice with people who want to start running is they don't understand that straining, training stress we're just talking about with the 95% heart rate max and they do every session in the red zone and they do it every day and there's just no recovery built in and that's when that burnout happens. Yep, and, and I see it a lot as soon as I get our clients to um, put on a heart rate monitor and go for a run and you know they're coming back from all of their runs and they're all 100% in the red. The first thing I get them to do is take that, take it out of being in the red all the time because if you're constantly doing your best effort, you can't constantly be improving. You need to have peaks and troughs in terms of how you do that. Um, I had a girl last week, she's like, did park run on the weekend, 31 minutes, 24. Next weekend, it's going to be better than that. Reality is, it's probably not because if that was your best run this week, your body is going to be so taxed from doing that. The next week, it's, it might not be able to do that exact same performance again it's probably going to be a little bit longer um, and there's nothing wrong with that it's we just need to know that and and pick and choose when we do do our peak performances i suppose if we look at it like um i always go back to now do the stress cup when you're training and you're letting the recovery happen you can let your stress cup get bigger so you're able to put more things into it without the recovery part that stress cup stays the same, so the amount of stress you put in will spill over. There was an article I read the other day about this, and it was actually after doing the 100K run. Uh, it was talking about cookie jar. Everybody has a cookie jar, which was <laughs> the analogy of the stress cup. And they say, how come some people can do 300Ks a year, whereas other people can only do one, and then that's it? And they said, it all comes down to your cookie jar. If you're someone that has a cookie jar that's yay big, and you're constantly going in and pulling cookies out of your cookie jar, then there's going to be no cookies left in that jar. Yeah, However, <laughs> if you're someone that has a giant cookie jar, like a family-sized cookie jar, 
and you keep that cookie jar full and you're only taking a couple cookies out every every few days, chances are you're going to be able to do a lot more with a bigger cookie jar and more cookies in it. Well, yeah. Um, and to put that back into like real terms. <laughs> <laughs> you, I loved it. Yeah, I know. But for anybody who's not quite understanding that, in, in a real world example, uh, you, yourself, you've tra- you trained a guy uh, up to his, from his first 5Ks to his first marathon and and getting there was all right. And then after that, obviously, he got the bug and just wanted to do more marathons, more marathons, and more marathons. But his performance didn't start improving. Like, he could do marathon after marathon, like it was okay. But his performance wasn't starting improving until he actually started to pay attention to what his system was doing in between runs and through his training loads themselves. And it wasn't until he actually taught himself how to run more efficiently and recover better like not just go out and run because it's Thursday and we run on Thursdays like he might have because he worked shift work and stuff too so he had to move some stuff around for shifts but it wasn't until that that you know he was able to start backing up marathons and then consistently running better times at each one of these events yeah yeah that's right but then there was also ones where we just said to him hey this one we're not going to go in and race you're doing this one because you know you're going to catch up with some friends that you haven't seen for a while you're going to you know treat it as a a fun run as opposed to i'm trying to fun run i'm trying to get a a pb but because of the way that this we were using like the lead up to it he was still able to do better runs at those events because there was less stress on his system. His yeah. body just become more efficient at it because there was his cookie was, jar was full. Alright, so in that case then let's bring that back to this because we are talking about how the fact we're coming into running season and heaps of people are now starting to like see advertisements for especially around here we're about to start the River End training, Trail running se- uh, series and all those sorts of things and uh, a lot of people are starting to think oh yes it's I'm going to start running because it's you know winter time now and it might be also good fat loss to get myself my good summer body my summer bod the other side of that too is not only have these people not been running uh, their cookie jar is also empty because they've been eating the cookies yes so in terms of preparing themselves to go out and do an event they haven't one done the training and most of them have been doing the opposite thing that actually helps them prepared to train as well which is funny because the first thing most people do after they do an event is what congratulate themselves with a big heap no, of they food drink water and, and, they and drink alcohol. a nice nutritious meal and get eight hours sleep <laughs> but yes part of the training is all about the the food and the recovery and, and believe it or not, recovery is just as important as the actual running Yeah. to make sure that you're doing everything right in that aspect as well. Yeah, so if people want to run a marathon because they need to mentally prove to themselves that they are tough, they're going to be able to do it. Yeah. It's going to be doable. But if you're choosing to do running because you want to improve your health, you want to increase your performance or that you just want your fitness to be improved, there are better ways to go about it. I remember when we finished Melbourne Marathon, half marathon one year, and there was a fella on the steps of the MCG. He, he was shouting deliriously out to people, help me, why are you just standing there, help me? He couldn't even hold himself up, he was losing it. We had to call Ambos and that, that were not far away, thankfully, um, because the guy had just run a marathon on about like five minutes of training. Right? And just thought, he, and and if he beers. proved it, yeah, well, <laughs> that's probably where he got the idea. But prove the fact that 
you, just because you can do it doesn't mean it's a good idea. Yeah, your body can handle a it, heap of stress when you wanted to. And that guy just stressed himself mm. to the... He looked like people had just been hitting him with shovels. <laughs> and the next day, he probably woke up and felt that way. Yeah. You know, people who prepare themselves well should be able to wake up the following day and think, I could do this again today. I'm not saying it's a good idea. Yeah. Pre- no. People probably shouldn't do it day after day but, after day. But they should feel when they wake up the next day that, oh, I did not just get... Hit by a truck. Yeah, so I feel be- like I, I, I am conditioned enough that if I wanted to, I could do it again. Yeah. I don't want to, but I could. Yeah, so like the idea of being the training is harder and the recovery is good, but the training's harder than actually the event. So you can do the event thinking it's... It's within yourself. It's easier. And you come out of it better. Like you said, I'm able to get up the next day. If I felt like I had to run for something, I can. Yeah, well, yeah. think better from our point of view. We're not runners, you and I. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> but could you imagine the first day you ever walked into a gym and just started squatting 200 kilos? Yeah, no. And, and you'd never, ever done a squat before? No. And then did, like, 42 kilometers worth of reps? Well, no, forget about that. 200 kilos, just one rep. Yeah. How would your diet body probably not even survive the lift itself? But <laughs> you imagine on the no. floor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, after somebody came and... Pulled you out of the spotting arms. Catch my spine <laughs> at the other end of the room. But yeah, it, it's uh, the same mentality is involved. You need to be prepared to do things that are that challenging to your system. But for some reason, people think that running is not challenging. and Or if they do, they think only half marathon, marathon level running is tra- challenging. In all honesty, most people can't run a full kilometre. Properly. Yeah, well. Yeah. Because they haven't learnt. And, and this is where it comes down to just getting a, a plan off of the internet. It's, it's not going to give you the same thing as having an actual proper coach that is specifically tailoring it to your needs, to your weaknesses, to your strengths, to be able to include any recovery strategies that might need to be put in there, to make sure that you've got everything that gets you to where you need to be and be at a healthy, happy level when you get there. All right. Yeah. Where do people go from there? So they can uh, sign up for <laughs> kind of run coaching through Moondog. <laughs> so what do you talk, talk them through? That was good. Talk them through how you would coach someone. Uh, so first of all, I sit down with them and ask them uh, what their goals are. I'll ask them why their goals are what they are. Um, because believe me, I've had people come in saying they just want to lose weight and they think that running is the way to do it. And I'll say to them, do you actually like running? And they'll say, no. And I'll be like, all right, well, maybe, maybe we don't run. He's <laughs> um, <Use> a kettlebell. <laughs> <laughs> but um, in terms of that, we'll go through and figure out what the, we'll go over what they have been doing uh, in the past. Uh, usually people have got some form of data of what they have or haven't done. I'll be able to look at that to actually see where they think they are and where they probably are. From there, we'll start creating a plan as to whether or not what they're after is possible. We'll put in some backup plans as to what happens if X, Y, and Z happens along the way. We'll then start the program and have check-ins throughout the week of how the running's going, looking at the data, seeing you know how the recovery process is coming along and just work our way up until we hit the spot that we're aiming for so pretty much establishing their point a where they are now figuring out their goal and then telling them what they can do next yeah the very next step just constantly giving them extra goals along the way to reach to mark 
the end goal when they get there, as well as making sure that recovery and um, all sorts of, um, you know, because it, it is a sport where it is repetitive. So making sure that if there are any injuries or, or possible injuries, like any niggles in that, getting them dealt with straight away as opposed to continuing training on it um, so that we can we can fix and address that problem. Um, looking at any technique issues that we mm. might need to look at and putting in any other measures as well. You know, it's a linear sport. You don't want to always be doing the same kind of training. I think we all know ourselves, we are our own worst coaches. So if you are going to do something, having a coach makes it so much better because they've been there and done it. They've, just, they've got the groundwork and they can t- they can adjust on the fly what's happening. When you're your own coach, you tend just to beat your head against the wall to try and get through that wall. Oh, well, there you go. Running, it can be a very enjoyable experience, but at the end of Not the day... <laughs> but if you choose to do it, right? If you choose to do it, choose it because it's going to be a fun yeah. experience. Yeah. Uh, but just keep in mind that doing it well is a privilege. It's not a right. Yeah. Boom. Boom. Mic drop. <laughs> Thanks again for listening to the Move, Eat, Re-Energize podcast show. If you are liking what you're hearing and you want to get help, if you would like to help us get this out to the world, please like, share, follow us on um, iTunes, go to the website and sign up, sign up on SoundCloud and just share it on social media and help us get the word out. If you know anyone that will make uh, be a good interview or a good story for the podcast, please email them to me at cforestpt at thecjrubric.com and I'll reach out to them and we'll get them on and have a chat with them. Thanks again for listening and look forward to talking to you guys next time.